This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Volunteering South Hotspot. This time every Friday morning we take a look at the power of volunteering in our communities, talking with community-based organisations about them, their work, their aims, their activities. Joining me this morning, a good friend of us here at ORFM, Kiho Lee, is with the Dunedin Korean Society, host also of K-Talk here on ORFM. Morena, good to have you with us, Kiho. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Jeff, for inviting me. Let's find out a little bit more about the Dunedin Korean Society. Um, when did you get involved? Uh, five years ago. Yes. And Why? Because I joined the committee, and uh, that's the time point uh, when I began to think about uh, what I can do uh, for community, for other people, rather than up to that time point. Actually, honestly, I was very happy to be stay with me and my family without going uh, extending my relationship with people in, around me. So uh, there was some change in my personal life, and I began to think uh, the ways I can make connection with a broader group of people outside. Uh, that motivated me to join the committee of the Korean Society. That's the t- starting point. And so how would you describe the aims of the society today? Mm. So we uh, aims the... Uh, Korean culture, Korean culture, uh, Korean cultural contents to uh, Korean migrants and also Kiwis who are interested in Korean cultural programs. So that's the main service of our organization. So the cultural contents can be uh, uh, the primary, the most important program we are offering is uh, weekly language class, Korean language class, uh, every Friday from 5 to 6.30. That's the, uh, our regular uh, main and program. And then uh, fortnightly, we offer uh, K-Talk radio show. And then the monthly, we offer the workshops about Korean food and music and dancing and clothing, sewing clothing and poetry type of Korean cultural programs uh, just to enjoy and make our life being more uh, uplifted and feel better. We often hear, Kiho, about uh, migrant communities Mm -hmm. who um, perhaps uh, there's a disconnection that starts to happen between them and their their homeland and their cultural practices, Uh, and especially among Younger people, the generation that are brought up here, they mm. might miss mm. the language, for example. They yes. might miss um, the opportunity to be immersed in that. Is that partly why the society exists, to help to keep those languages and cultural practices alive? Yes, yes. I think the uh, primary focus is language, keeping language, uh, because language is the most important point, uh, component of culture. If you do not have language, then there is a limited uh, development of cultural programs. So that's why we o- offer weekly language class. Uh, this class, through this class, uh, second generation of Korean migrants who moved from Korea to New Zealand uh, with uh, their parents uh, with very small uh, uh, development, uh, uh, unmatured development of language 
and then uh, began to live in New Zealand, speaking English as their primary language. So in, for them, this perfect place for join and then further develop, and then if they are confident, then begin to teach the Korean language to Kiwis who are interested in learning Korean language. And so when you run your classes and your workshops at the moment, you're getting mm. a mix of uh, locals and, and other new arrivals coming to be part of it? Yes, 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 yes. So the, <clears throat> our group is a mixture of uh, Korean migrants and also uh, the New Zealand community is quite multi-ethnic uh, from from France, France to Argentina to anywhere in the world, they come to New Zealand to live here. But uh, among them, there are a group of people who are interested in learning Korean language for Korean drama and music uh, to make uh, those cultural programs for their part of life. Uh, for them, the language, learning language is a very important step. So they joined the, uh, our group and then come along weekly to study together. And you really can't disconnect language from food, dance, culture, music, can you? No. And so you have opportunities to bring those things together from time to time. Yes, the good thing is uh, in New Zealand we speak English. So wherever we come from, everybody understands English. So speaking English, we can now uh, begin to understand more Korean language and Korean cultural programs. If we do not speak English as a common language, then it would be impossible. <laughs> yeah. um, and you know, you mentioned the cultural diversity of the city, mm. and from time to time, Race Relations Week, for example, we take an opportunity to reflect on that diversity. Uh, is it your hope also that the Dunedin Korean Society will continue to sort of build on on those relationships with other cultural groups uh, in the city at the moment? Yes, yes, definitely. So uh, we are, but uh, we are co- Korean culture-centered uh, co- uh, group. So we are trying to keep our language and cultural programs uh, authenticity, the genuine cult- form of Korean culture. But reality in New Zealand is multicultural community. So we are always trying to cross-talk with Chinese or, if it is possible, Japanese any Malaysian groups and any European groups. Uh, if you are interested in uh, making more fuse, fused, more uh, uh, collaborated form of cultural programs, that would be fantastic. You mentioned engaging younger people. Yes. Uh, that is a big challenge for all uh, groups, not only cultural groups, mm. but all groups at the moment. The busy lives of young people, yeah. of students, they have a lot in their lives, don't yeah. they? So that would be one of your key challenges at the moment? Right, yes. Uh, everybody busy. Uh, but my idea is uh, as, we, as our life becomes busier and busier, we should have a very high quality of well-being program. So the time we can really uh, observe and focus and enjoy. Otherwise, our mental health will gradually decline because our brain has capacity. If we become just busier and busier, busier like an engine overheat, so we need some time have a very quality, uh, high time, quality 
time for just relax and enjoy and feel uh, the love of other people and love of being uh, the feeling of being connected and relationship with other like-minded people. I think that's very precious uh, asset of life. You and I talked a number of months ago, and I know that for you, it was a little bit like that, wasn't it? You felt that you were becoming a little bit disconnected from your from mm. your roots, mm. and so you've made this effort to become part of uh, a more collected society. What what have been the benefits for you? For me, this is really. Uh, it became at the beginning actually. I did not uh, under uh, fully. Uh, understood, understand uh, what what meaning would it uh, bring to me? But now it is very, it became very clear that uh, it is very uh, very precious experience for me because uh, preparing the language class and uh, organizing the cultural workshops, I actually became understanding much more, much deeper. Of my language and culture, actually. So, so if you begin to teach English, then you may begin to understand more of the beauty of English language. The language classes, the workshops, um, the food, um, the the other um, things that have been community events, mm. they are volunteer driven, aren't they? This is where on the Volunteer South hotspot now. There are people. Uh, within the society of putting their own time and effort into making this possible to share with the rest of the community? Yes, yes. Without contribution of the volunteers, uh, the language class couldn't, uh, cannot be uh, continued. So uh, the tutors uh, at the moment, uh, Hyona and Sanggyang and myself and Odin joined. So we are to prepare the class uh, during the week, we need to spend quite a lot of time to prepare to make more meaningful uh, time when we meet together. So all those sacrifice and contribution of uh, volunteering tutors, I'm great thankful for their contribution. And without their effort and sacrifice, we can't learn this program. And those kind of responsibilities often fall on the shoulders of... Uh, a small number of people. You'd be yeah. looking, you want to grow the society yes. so there can be more um, shared effort. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So especially I'm asking uh, the joining of second generation. So uh, young generation of uh, Korean descendants who migrated to New Zealand early, uh, early stage of life and then have a, a desire to develop language skills further and also develop this community more safe and enjoyable uh, space for other people. If you are like-minded, a community-minded person, uh, Korean descendants, and want to study Korean language and teach Korean language, please join us through the fa- our Facebook page. In the Facebook, you can type, you can search, you can find the Needing Korean Society through those Facebook pages. You can be connected with us. And that brings us to a conclusion for our 
discussion today, but that's the best way for people to get in touch with the Dunedin Korean Society through the Facebook page. Are there other ways that they can do that too, uh, Kiho? Yes, I think a Facebook page is the best form. Uh, you can f- uh, see the photos of our events and all the programs. Uh, you can uh, review what we are doing. And if you are happy uh, for joining with us, then uh, sending a message to us then we will reply and we, will, we can be connected. Fantastic. And, of course, you can find out more about the Dunedin Korean Society and, uh, and hear about the experiences of uh, people right here in this part of the world by tuning into K-Talk yes. here on ORFM as well. And you'll find the podcasts up on our website, oar.org.nz. Kiho, thanks for joining us here on the Awesome Morning Show. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.